Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by patrons like Kaylee Castroverdi. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar and get exclusive rewards at patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. Also by Audible. Get two free books when you sign up at runjumpstomp.com slash audible. Well, who would have known that I would put out an episode a day early, and because I put out an episode a day early, we get a bunch of news on that day and a bunch of news on the next day. So we've got a lot to talk about today. Let's start off episode 70 with feedback. Bill 6 Ill uh, reviewed the show on iTunes. They said, I love this podcast more than any of the other Nintendo podcasts I listen to. He's always ha- He always has the most accurate and relevant news concerning Nintendo and is refreshingly unbiased. I like that he doesn't brown nose and gives fair criticism when needed. Also, he repurposed guitar hooks into controller mounts. How cool is that? That's true. I did do that. Um, I actually... You know, I'm going to try and find a link for the guitar hooks that I used in the show notes because they were insanely cheap. I think I spent $10 for eight guitar hooks, which is pretty crazy. Um, Let's jump in to the news. Thank you very much, Bill, for reviewing the show. It's weird to say that because my name's Bill. Um, But thank you for reviewing the show. I very much appreciate it. Let's jump into the news. Will you be the one to experience the Nintendo Entertainment System? Comes with Rob, Zapper, Control Deck, Two Controllers, Gyromite, and Duck Hunt. Now, when the Nintendo Switch came out uh, 24 weeks ago, uh, it launched in Japan. It, it, it launched worldwide, and it sold a whole bunch of units. Uh, and, in fact, it's really kind of blowing everybody's expectations out of the water. In the first six months, Nintendo Switch sold a cumulative total, this is only in Japan, mind you, of 1.4 million units, uh, whereas the PS4 only managed to move 653,000 units during its during its first th- six months. So that's actually pretty impressive. Uh, Japan has always kind of ignored Microsoft and Xbox, and they've always kind of gone in favor of Sony and Nintendo. Uh, but in six months for Japan to, to have purchased that many Switches, especially considering that uh, every other day you hear about shortages where there's not enough Nintendo Switches to go around and uh, thousands of people are lining up for hundreds of consoles. It's pretty crazy. Uh so if we look at that first 24 weeks, week one, uh, Nintendo Switch sold 329,000 compared to PS4's 309,000. Uh, that's pretty comparable. That's within margin of error. Uh, not that big a deal. Week two, only a 4,000 console difference. Week three, um, PS4 only sold 35,000. Nintendo Switch, 
49,000. So it's it, at that point, that third week, it looks like that, and this is again, Japan only. Uh, it looks like this is the point where Nintendo's starting to get uh, word of mouth out there and people are starting to get excited for the Switch as people uh, play other people's devices and then realize that this is something that they also want to pick up. Um, I think that's really great and very exciting. Now, uh, I'm not going to go through every single week, but what you see is overall, for the most part, a steady decline in PS4 sales. Uh, so 309,000, 65,000, 35,000, 29,000, 30,000, it's kind of stayed stable there. Then 23, then 13, 13, 14, 12. And then we're down to 8,000 by week 17. Whereas in week 17, the Nintendo Switch sold 22,000. You know, by the time we get to week 24, the PS4 only sold um, 5,500. Whereas, <laughs> this is pretty crazy, week 24, the Switch sold 87,000. Well, actually, almost 88,000 Switches. Uh, and again, that's only in Japan. That's pretty crazy that Nintendo has uh, this kind of... You know, if you put this into a bar graph, it almost, I mean, you you have the big hit in the front and then it starts to taper off, but then it starts to ramp back up again because, I mean, week 21, they sold 98,000, well, <laughs> that's funny, 98,999 consoles. They couldn't have sold just one more, made 99,000. There's motorcycles going by my house. Awesome. I'm so happy about that. Um where did these these uh this data came from a site called media create uh not directly from nintendo but it's very telling that nintendo's numbers in japan are so huge and that they're outpacing the ps4 a lot of people are going to look at this and say that the uh that nintendo is going to win or whatever it's not about that i don't i don't personally look at the switch and the ps4 as competitors because Nintendo even though they uh seem to be attempting to position their console as a home console first and a portable second I think that most people are buying it as a portable that all that just happens to have access to a TV I think a lot of people are playing the system mostly handheld rather than uh having it docked I I don't play like that I play mostly docked but that's that's probably because I, I stream on Twitch. Um, so it, in a related story, we have MPD numbers for the biggest games that are being sold. Um, again, Nintendo is uh, dominating here. Number one game in July, uh, this is according to the NPD numbers, is Splatoon 2, um, followed by Crash Bandicoot, and then Grand Theft Auto V. How Grand Theft Auto V is in the top 10 every single month. I mean, what year did that game come out? I don't know. Uh, then we've got Final Fantasy 12, which had just come out, I think in June or was that in July? I'm not sure which. Uh, and that's the Zodiac Age. And then finally, uh, in fifth place is uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. So uh, my guess is that Zelda Breath of the Wild is going to be in that uh, top few uh, pretty consistently uh, over the next um, probably year. Uh, because that's a game that everybody who buys a new Switch is going to probably pick up. I don't personally know anyone who has picked up a Switch that did not get Zelda. Um, 
in the first couple of months, it had close to actually in the first two months, I believe it had over a 100% attach rate, which is pretty crazy. Um, the best games so far of 2017, Tom Clancy's ghost recon wildlands. That really surprised me. Um, maybe I need to check that game out. That that's impressive that it's doing so well. Number two, Zelda breath of the wild. It's, it's got the number two spot. Uh, then there's For Honor, which that surprised me that that uh, did so high. I almost never see people playing it on Twitch. And then Grand Theft Auto V again. So, uh, and then bringing up the fifth place is Horizon Zero Dawn. There's there's more information here. If you guys want to check that out, make sure you see the link in the show notes. But uh, please keep in mind that those numbers do not include digital sales. Uh, so we don't know where... The digital sales are going to influence uh, things the most. Um, a lot of people would say that digital sales would probably influence PS4 games more than Switch games because they have more storage. But at the same time, I think because you have a tendency to take the Switch with you, then probably di- uh, digital downloads are going to be more prevalent on a Switch than they would on a PS4, even though the storage is smaller, you could always buy memory cards to make up for that. And Man, memory cards are way cheaper than they used to be, so uh, keep that in mind as well. All right, let's uh, talk. Let's stop talking about old sales and let's start talking about a new sale. Yo, video game dudes, talk to me. Walmart is getting a Splatoon bundle. Although I use the word bundle very loosely, it doesn't really feel like a bundle because I don't think you're really saving any money on this. It's just they're putting things together for you to buy rather than just selling you the console, which that bothers me a little bit, especially because this is the only way in the U S for you to get this color of joy con, which are the pink and the green. Anyway, let's jump into what you actually get. Uh, it says here that Walmart will be the exclusive retail partner for a new Nintendo switch bundle that includes a download code for Splatoon two. So you don't actually get a, a, a case. So that's goodbye, like 2.7 gigs of space. Uh, but that's, that's not a big deal because like I said, in the last segment, uh, memory cards are pretty cheap these days. Um, let's see the bundle. Oh, what, what else does it come with? It comes with a carrying case, uh, Splatoon themed, and the um, the Splatoon-themed Joy-Con controllers in neon pink and neon green. Uh, this is going to be on September 8th, and the retail MSRP is $379.99. Now, when you go and just buy a Switch, uh, that's $299. When you buy Splatoon, that's $60. Bucks. So you're, um, you're, you're already at uh, $260, and then you're getting a $10 case. So you're not saving any money on buying this. It's just lumped together for some reason. Um, I would prefer that the Joy-Cons just be sold separately. So if people wanted those particular colors, um, like right now, whenever we play anything that includes multiple sets of Joy-Cons in my house, it's a little confusing because I'm like, well, were these with my son's Switch or were these with my Switch? And I don't like putting stickers on stuff to label them. Um, it's not a big deal. It doesn't really matter, but it's something that I'm always curious about. And it would be nice if we had picked out different colors, uh, but we both wanted the neon. Uh, anyway, it says here, uh, consumers in Japan and Europe have already had a strong response to this platoon to bundles in their territories. This exclusive Walmart bundle gives 
people who have been waiting to buy a Nintendo Switch a great value. It's not really a great value. And incentive to get splatting. It's really weird the way that they timed this. You would think that this would have come out right when Splatoon 2 came out. Um, or, you know, wait a few months and, 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 and have it come out later. Because a lot of people who were interested in Splatoon already went out and bought a Switch. And they already went out and bought Splatoon 2. And now they're like, well, I could have had this cool green and pink one. Uh, I don't know. It just seems really weird that they would do it that way. I think it's a mistake, but you know, you can never, you can never really argue with Nintendo. They, they seem to be getting results pretty well this time around. You better get ready for the most challenging Nintendo system ever. Ready? Let's do it. The new Power Pad. It's only available in Nintendo's new Power Set. Now you're playing with body power. Speaking of Splatoon 2, honestly, I really should put this in the lightning round because it's not much to say about it. But the new Splatfest has been announced. It's the first weekend in September, and the choices are, and this might be my favorite Splatfest so far, is Flight versus Invisibility. So which superpower would you choose, Flight versus Invisibility? Now, I have no idea what I am going to pick because they both sound cool. My guess is that Flight is going to be wildly popular, and that kind of pushes me in the direction of picking Team Invisibility uh, because of that. Um, It doesn't say in this tweet who picked what. I know that a lot of people tend to pick um, the same thing that Marina picks, and Pearl doesn't usually, like, people don't usually pick her choice. I don't really know why people have an affinity towards Marina or Pearl one way or the other, but I I I really think that this is a a cool choice. This is way better than ketchup and mayonnaise. Um so I want to know what are you guys going to pick? Are you guys on team flight or are you on team invisibility? Uh email me runjumpstomp at gmail.com and let me know. You better get ready for the most challenging Nintendo system ever. Ready? The new Power Pad. It's only available in Nintendo's new Power Set. Now you're playing with body power. When Minecraft was announced for Nintendo Switch, they told us that they would be giving us a way to transfer your saves from your Wii U into the Switch, which we've been waiting for quite a while now. Uh, But 4J Studios did a stream on Twitch and probably Beamer or whatever the Microsoft version is. I can't remember. And um, they showed off that they actually have now have it working. I guess that the it, it was less about a feature that they were dragging their feet on and more of uh, technical difficulties. But the way that you do it is you open you have you, you got to have your Wii U and your Switch both in uh, or turned on uh, in Minecraft. And then this is great. It does it wirelessly, which is so cool. So um, on the Wii U. You look at your save, and I think that you press like a plus or minus button. I can't remember. Uh, but what that does is it brings up a menu. Uh, and it's, what, it's whatever menu that you would normally do in order to copy a world or to delete a world or to rename a world. Uh, but they've added a fourth option there, and that, that fourth option is transfer save to Nintendo Switch. Now, when you go to do this, you uh, click that button, and then you have Minecraft also open on the Switch. And at the same time, 
you have a there's a button they they didn't tell us what that button says but you're in a menu and you 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 hit it on the Wii U and it says waiting for switch to accept the save uh something pops up on your switch if you're in Minecraft you hit that button it accepts the save and then it just transfers over wirelessly it actually happened fairly quickly in the video and then you're done and you can log in and you have everything in that world. They even showed off, they they called out in chat. They were like, please uh, give us the name of a block. Somebody picked Mossy Cobble. They put a couple Mossy Cobbles down on the ground and then they saved their game and then they transferred it. They opened it up on the Switch and sure enough, the world was the same. So that's fantastic. I know one person in my house, my son, is going to be incredibly ecstatic about that because he has... Lots of very cool worlds that he's built on the Wii U and being able to have those on the Switch is something that I guarantee is very important to him. Now, it's not out yet and we don't have a date as to when it is going to happen, but we do know that that they've got it working now and we've just got to wait for a patch. My guess is that it will probably come along with the Play Together patch, which also includes the HD graphics um what else? Uh, Cross-play with um, Xbox and PC versions, not the Java version, the, just the PC version, um, and probably this transfer. Uh, they didn't show off any of the other stuff. They just showed off the transfer. And if you want to watch the video, it's actually, I didn't watch the whole video. I just watched the transfer part. So maybe they did show off that stuff. But if you want to watch the video, follow the link in the show notes so that you can check that out. Legend of Zelda continues. Defeat your enemies and save the kingdom. Beware. Beware. Some will help you. Others will betray you. I can restore life. I can give magic. I can, can, can. I cannot help you. Nintendo has uh, released a video uh, about Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Now, having not really played very much of Sun and Moon, I don't know how much different there is. However... I did ask people in the Discord, runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. I said, "What is, is there anything here that's new enough to get excited about? And people were like, not even close. Uh, but what people were excited about is the fact that Pokemon Gold and Silver for the 3DS is actually getting a physical release. They're calling it the shiny versions. Uh, you're going to be able to get it in stores. Now, this is... Uh, tweet from Nintendo of Europe, and this is uh, the game is coming out on September 22nd. So I don't know if it's also going to be a physical release in uh, the U.S. or I'm sure it'll be in Japan. Uh, I don't know if it'll be a physical release in Japan, but if Europe's getting it, then probably the U.S. is getting it as well. I think that this is really cool that they're they're bringing a game, the gold and silver versions, uh, which I by all accounts are some of the most popular Pokemon games. Uh, of all time and and bringing them to the 3ds in a physical form which is very very cool um oh wait a second hold on a sec oh i am i am a total liar uh if if you click on the they're selling you a box with a download code (laughs) what (laughs) come on nintendo why why would i do that does anybody have any reason why you would want this like do you just want a box to put on your wall or on your shelf? I don't know. That's weird. So they're <laughs> they're not selling a physical copy. That's lame. I was I was actually a little excited that they were doing that. Uh, no, they're just selling you a box <laughs> with a download code inside. 
I don't understand why anybody would want that a, a cardboard box for their shelf. I guess um, if you are a hardcore Pokemon collector, it, please explain to me why you want um, to buy a box that has a download code in it. That's very irritating. All right, let's move on to something a little more exciting. You are playing with power. Punch out by Nintendo. Eleven world-class contenders. Take them down with your controller, beat them all, and you've got a shot at Tyson's title. We've got some more quote-unquote found footage coming from arms underscore co-butter on Twitter. Uh, This is um, black and white, well, almost black and white, very grainy footage, uh, supposed to look like security camera footage, I guess. And they're showing off some new arms that are coming. Not a new character, uh, although I know that we are getting a new character. Uh, Not a new stage because they're showing it on Helix's stage. But this is a new arm. It looks like a shield, kind of like the Guardian shield, which is a very cool shield if you know how to use it. Um, But this one kind of, and if you don't know, the Guardian shield, basically you throw a punch. It goes out and it's a two-stage punch. It goes out and kind of just stays out in front of you. And as you move around, it moves around in front of you. So you can kind of stand behind it and keep your opponent back at bay, which uh, gives you a little bit of, bit of an advantage. Uh, this one looks like it has some kind of counterattack almost. Um, the, the footage cuts real quick, so you can't see what happens. But what what it looks like is that the the, the player uh, throws the shield out in front of them. And then if somebody punches it, it shocks them. Or maybe a, it like if uh, it shoots a laser or something, it's very hard to see. They've purposely edited it so that it's hard to tell what's going on. But I, I do like the way that they're doing this, and they just need to do this more often where they're giving us little tiny bits of information um, and let us kind of ponder about this stuff. Uh, the the silence that happened for the entire month after Splatoon came out was a huge mistake. Uh, wow, has Splatoon been out for a whole month yet? Well, the entire time since uh, Splatoon came out, they haven't said anything until this week about ARMS, and that's a ba- that's just been a big mistake. So I'm I'm happy that they are going to uh, keep doing this, or I hope that they keep doing this. Now, I'm I've, in the past, I've read the ridiculous translations that have been on Twitter. I'm not going to do that this time. If you want, just follow the link in the show notes and hit the translate button so you can find out how poorly it's translated. Uh, but are you excited for this kind of attack? Like right now, we only have one shield arm in the game, and so now we're going to have two. Uh, and it looks like... I'm sure that this will come with the new character. So the new character has nunchuck arms and shield arms. Uh, and I'm curious as what that third arm is going to be. Is it going to be something new like the nunchuck? Or, nunchuck, sorry, I said that wrong. Or is it going to be, um, I don't want to say a copy, but similar to other arms that we already have in the game? Let me know. I called the witch doctor. He told me what to do. He said, oogie, ooh, ah, ah. That means play Dr. Mario on Game Boy or NES. All right, guys, we are in the lightning round, so I'm going to go a little bit faster. I'm going to talk a little bit less about each topic. Um, Reddit user CocoJack1234, they posted on Reddit, they said, I'm not sure if this was posted anywhere, but when I was testing out the competition mode for two-player, 
I was wondering how do you change the layout without going into the home screen? I had the same issue. Uh, I was streaming Sonic. I was trying to figure out how do I, because I wanted to test it on stream, and I couldn't figure out how to do it without going to the home screen. But in almost every other game, all you do is shut off the controller. Uh, and if you don't know, there's a button, uh, kind of a recessed button on each controller that you can uh, push, and that'll shut the controller off. A lot of people think that it's only the pairing button, but it's also just a power button. And then you pick up another controller and connect it, and it figures it out. Well, I couldn't, like, my brain just could not figure out how to get the split Joy-Cons to connect so I could test this out. It's actually a lot more simple than you think. Uh, All you really have to do is grab the controller that you want, like the pop off the left Joy-Con, and if you hit SL and SR at the same time, it'll change that controller into a sideways Joy-Con scheme instantly without any going to the menu. So uh, thank you to CocoJack1234 on Reddit for telling us this because I could not figure that out. And sure enough, it works. So thank you to them. Uh, rest of the lightning round, Overcooked, uh, its patch is still cooking. I know, I, I couldn't help. I couldn't help it. This is via Twitter. Uh, they said that they are still working on the patch for frame rate at the moment. Hopefully won't be much longer now. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, um, the Switch version of Overcooked has had some problems with frame rate issues where it's 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 a stable frame rate, but it's like 23 frames per second. And people were upset that it wasn't a solid 30 or a solid 60. Um, well, it looks like they're still working on that patch and that they said it's coming soon. So there you go. Um, there's a fantastic video of, I just clicked on it, I didn't mean to click on it, of um, uh, pro Smash players uh, playing arms against Mr. Yabuki. And if you don't know who Mr. Yabuki is, he is like the chief designer of the game. And uh, he is very good at the game as well. He, I'm not going to tell you what happened in the video. It's a cool video and you get to, to, to watch some quick highlights from his fights with pro smash players. Uh, I'm the thing that, that stood out to me in this video is that the pro players were playing in um, traditional controls, and Mr. Yabuki was playing with motion controls. He has said many times that he feels that motion controls are the best way to play the game, uh, both for fun and competitively. I only like playing it with traditional controls, but then again, I'm not a competitive arms player. Uh, I don't know if he's right about that or not. I don't know if people playing like I'm very interested to see what happens with arms tournaments in the future is it going to be everybody using um, motion controls or will we see people using traditional controls now uh, before I move on I just want to say that I don't think that there's anything wrong with motion controls in the game I just prefer traditional controls for myself Um, the next story game informer has the original design documents for the first Pokemon game, which is very cool. Um, The link in the show notes will uh, send you over there so you can check it out. Uh, Very neat to see this kind of stuff. And um, thank you to Game Informer for, you know, getting that stuff. Uh, Anyway, that's it for the lightning round. Let's wrap this up. I called the witch doctor. He told me what to do. He said, ooh, ooh, ah, ah. 
Bing Bang, wow, wow, Bing Bang. That means play Dr. Mario on Game Boy or NES. That is all the time that we have for today. If there's a story that I missed or a topic that you want discussed, please let me know. You can do so by emailing runjumpstomp at gmail.com. You can uh, send a voicemail, 260-RUN-JUMP. That's 260-786-5867. You can join us on the Discord and be part of the conversation that happens all week long, runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. And, of course, stop by the live stream, twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Uh, probably about three to four times a week I have a stream up. Uh, make sure that you support the show. Best way to do that is to go to iTunes and give a review. It doesn't cost you anything but a little bit of time. Uh, if you are looking for ways to empty out your pockets, you've got two, you, you just can't get around. The, your pockets are too filled with money. Uh, go to my wife's Etsy shop and pick up a dock sock or a zippered pouch. We ordered some Splatoon fabric that's on its way from Japan. We don't know how long it's going to take, uh, but as soon as that gets here, we will update the Etsy shop with that information. And, of course, you can join the Patreon, Patreon if you could figure out how to talk, Bill. Uh, you can also join the Patreon, and you can listen to these or even watch these, maybe. Um, these uh, podcasts being recorded live and interact with chat that way. Um, special thanks to all of the patrons out there who are supporting the show. And also thanks to Noteblock for the use of the fantastic music at the beginning. As always, uh, our outro music is uh, from Adventure Island. I'm going to find something else to put there. Um, if you have ideas for outro music, let me know. Uh, it's got to be something that I can get permission to. But anyway, uh, let's wrap this up. I'm out of here, and I will see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Witchcraft is brought to you by Audible. Audible is the publisher and distributor of the world's largest selection of digital audiobooks and spoken word content. Audible customers can listen anytime and anywhere they like to professionally narrated audiobooks across a wide range of genres, including bestsellers, new releases, sci-fi, romances, classics, and more. Get two free audiobooks to start. After 30 days, if you decide to cancel you get to keep the books. If you decide to stay on, and you probably will, get one book every month for $14.95. In addition, you also get 30% off the price of additional audiobook purchases. Cancel anytime. Your books are yours to keep, even if you cancel. You can sign up today for your free 30-day trial at runjumpstomp.com audible.